All for one and one for all. Monday, January 29, 2024. The multitude of believers deeply believe in their heart and soul. They deem everyone as one. No one really sees what they have as theirs. Rather, they consider all of it as belonging to the many. Acts 4, 32. Do you remember the old black and white movies? How about black and white TVs? If you're as old as I am, black and white TVs were the rage for us pre-pubescent lock-key children. My three brothers and I would lock in on our black and white TV with rabbit ears on top of the console. Truth be told, there was no such thing as black and white TV. It was black and white and gray and all the shades in between. It would be the only way to distinguish the colors, mind you, of all the shades from deep black to bright white. I wonder if, in fact, life was shades between black and white. We saw life in these shades, and we were able to make sense of the limited hues. Well, as you may have discovered over the span of your relatively young life, when you turn on your television or your cable or satellite or whatever it's called, or will be called in future generations, it's in color, and most people take it for granted. It's digital, but most people fail to understand how a digital picture even works. Still, I remember Three Musketeers in black and white. Douglas Fairbanks, Leon Barry, Boyd Irwin. What do I remember most about the movie? Well, of course, all for one and one for all. It does not compare to the most recent color white screen portrayals of the story. I understand there is actually another one coming out this year. My 1960s mindset cannot compare with the more recent movies. Three Musketeers movies. Why do I bring this concept up? Well, all for one and one for all. That's why. Close to the end of the fourth chapter of the Book of the Apostles is a short but significant portion of Scripture that provides us with a picture of how the early church experienced life every day and in the context of living out their faith. Every time I read these passages, I wonder how that life compares to the life I live in 21st century America. The shades are a myriad of hues and palettes and society and community and faith and assurance. It's even more colorful when I include all the countries of the world. Now, how would our 21st Southern California society look through the description described in the first century life? Let me cut to the chase. It sounds like socialism. Come on. Listen to some of the snippets from verses 32 through 35. Read the verse in a new version or paraphrase. I will lift some, uh, some examples. Believers deeply believe. They deem everyone as one. No one really sees what they have as theirs. They consider all of it as belonging to the many. In the second portion of the verse, there's a subtle shift. It reads, their testimony is powerful. They also spread the testimony of the apostles about the Lord Jesus, about the resurrection, about abundant grace. Not one person lacks anything. Landowners sell their property. They bring the proceeds for the common good. They bring their gifts and leave them at the feet of the apostles. The abundance is matched with the need among the ones with the greatest hardship. Wow. Am I missing something? Have I lost a piece of what it means to be a true believer? Am I truly all for one and one for all? Yes? No? Maybe? How is that? When? You know what? To be continued. Abba, 
I always get stuck on this portion of Scripture. Speak to me. Give me discernment to parse these challenging passages of Scripture. In Jesus' name, amen.